This call is being recorded. If you do not wish to be recorded, please disconnect at this time. I don't feel no way tired. I come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me that the roads would be easy, and I don't believe he's brought us this far to leave me. Oh, I don't feel no. I've come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me that the roads would be easy. And I don't believe he's brought us this far. I don't believe he's brought us this far. I don't believe he's brought us this far. I don't believe he'll leave us this far. I don't believe he's brought us this far to leave us. Amen, amen, and amen. I want to thank God for Sister Wright, thank God for Deacon Johnson and Deacon Langley. We just thank God for another day's journey. Well, gracious and merciful God, creator of heaven and earth, well, God, we come to you this morning, bow down in our hearts, bow down in our spirit, dear God, Lord, we come this morning looking to you, dear God. We look to you this morning knowing that you are the source of our health and strength. And God, as we come now, Lord, with open ears, as we come, O oh God, this morning with open hearts, dear God, ready to receive what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to the body of Christ on this morning. Now, God, we pray that you would just have thine own way in this service, dear God. Father, move right now by your spirit, dear God. Oh, God, fall fresh on all of those that are on this line right now, dear God. Lord, show your presence, dear God, in the homes and wherever the body of Christ may be right now, dear God, waiting to hear your word. God, have thine own way, that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We'll be so very careful, mindful, and grateful to always give you honor, glory, and praise. It's in Jesus' name we all say, amen. We thank God for another day's journey. We thank God once again for Sister Wright, Deacon Johnson, and Deacon Langley, the hymns, the praise, and for the devotion. And on today, we'll be coming from the book of Revelation. In particular, the third chapter, 
verses 1 through 5. Once again, Revelations chapter 3, verse 1 through 5. Revelation chapter 3, verse 1 through 5. And the Bible reads, And unto the angel of the church in Sardis write, these things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know thy works, that thou hast a name, that thou livest and art dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Remember, therefore, how Thou hast received and heard, and hold fast, and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I come up to thee. Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment. And I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. This is the word of God for the people of God on this day. You all, another Sunday has come upon us. And we continue to encounter some rough times. Another week has gone by. And we continue to see things and experience things that we've never felt in this lifetime. We find ourselves this morning, you all, looking in the book of Revelation, in particular looking at the church of Sardis, this particular church which was the capital of Lydia, an important city which was about 50 miles east of Ephesus. It was at the junction, you all, of five main roads, making it a center point of trade. Not only that, it was a military center because it was located high up on the hill about 1,500 feet above these main roads. And for those that have military minds, it was considered a fortress, yes, it was considered impenetrable. But Sardis, you all, Sardis, for this city, this city had become a dead city. Once again, it was alive only in name. But there's some good news from these scriptures. These scriptures today, New Haven Missionary Baptist Church family and friends will help us. It'll encourage us. And these very words will teach us. These things in which we begin to read in the word of God will give hope and the word of God will increase our faith. So today, you all, I want to teach and preach from the subject title, Hope for Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hope for tomorrow. See, there's still hope because we understand that Jesus Christ is the head of the church. And although we're now participating 
in social distancing, I still need to remind you that Jesus Christ still remains the head of the church. Why? Because he is the head of each and every one of our lives. I want to remind you that Jesus Christ, he's the Alpha and the Omega. Yeah, yeah, the one who is and the one who was and the one to come. They call him the Almighty. Church, I need to let you know that no matter what we're experiencing, no matter the trials and tribulation, no matter the pains that many of us may be feeling right now, I need to remind you that there is hope for tomorrow. I got to let you know that even in the first verse, the Bible begins to tell us about the one that has the seven spirits. He begins to let us know who the one is that has the seven stars. I need to let you know that Jesus Christ, he is the one. And not only that, I need to let you know that there is only one Holy Spirit. The Bible teaches us in Ephesians 4, 4 through 6. This is the word of God that says here, the KJV version. The word of God says there is one body and one spirit. Even as you are called in one hope of your calling. He goes on to let us know that there is one Lord, one faith, hallelujah, and one baptism. The writer begins to let us know that there is one God and one Father of all who is above all and through all. And here's some good news. He is in you all. So no matter where you are, no matter where you find yourself, no matter where you praise, no matter where you worship, no matter where you do the things for God, no matter where you go, I need to remind you that you belong to God. See, it's the Holy Spirit you are that gives life to the church. And this is what the church of Sardis needed. And it's just what we need to remember today that although we're away from one another, we're never disconnected from God. Although we may be worshiping right now for a short time and going through this pandemic, Oh, God, just for a short time, I need to remind you that God is still in control. And because God is in control, I need to remind you that there is still hope for tomorrow. And just because we are isolated from each other, we cannot become a dead church. God help us. We must be alive in spirit. We must be active in prayer. Yes, yes, so others can see the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. New Haven Missionary Baptist Church, family and friends, you got to know that revival begins, and if it begins, let it begin in the households of those that are looking to the hills from which cometh our help. But as we read this text, the Lord points out some things. But one thing we did not see in this text he did not let them know that there was any doctrinal problem that was required to correct them. Neither is there any mention of opposition or persecution. But we got to understand the church may have been better off if there was some suffering. But it has gone, oh, my God, comfortable. It has grown to be complacent 
and content on living on its past relationship. Yeah, we know that New Haven Missionary Baptist Church have a reputation of praise. It has a reputation of worship. But I stopped by to remind you, as I heard Deacon Johnson say, hallelujah, that the best is still yet to come. And that's why we can't remember the bad things about what we've gone through, but we got to build our hope on things eternal. I'm talking about eternal in the heavens because she saw us. Oh, my God was alive in name only. There was a reputation without reality. It was alive in name only because there was no form without force. They was alive, New Haven, in name only. But I remember what Paul tells us in Second Corinthians 12 and 10, the NLT version. The Bible says, that's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, the hardships, the persecution, and the troubles that I suffer for Christ. And here it is, for when I am weak, then I am strong. I need to let you know that just because you're going through trials and tribulations, we got to be like Paul. We got to understand that though we may be weak, hallelujah, that we're strong through Christ Jesus. But we got to ask ourselves, what can we learn from the scriptures that were given to Sardis in the third chapter of Revelation? Point number one, I need to ask them. We got to do what the word of God tells us in verse two. He simply said, point one, be watchful. Yeah, yeah, be watchful. See, the city you are had been captured twice because the watchman had fallen asleep. Good God Almighty. And when he fell asleep, he was not able to warn the people that they were under attack. Lord, have mercy. And that's why we all got to be watchful. No matter where we are, we got to be watchful on our jobs. We got to be watchful when we walk up and down the highway. We got to be watchful when we drive to and fro. And we got to be watchful while we're at home with our family. See, we must be aware that something is wrong in order to step toward being a watchman. I need to ask you all on today, watchman, what of the night? But the Bible goes on to tell us in Romans 13 and 11, the KJB version says, and that, knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. Somebody needs to wake up. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. Yeah, yeah, we got to wake up, you all, and be watchful. And see, we got to understand that there are so many issues of hatred, so many issues of injustices, so many issues of violence that we must encourage the body of Christ to stand against these things and pray for the things in which we see and pray against the things in which we face. The Bible encourages us in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 14, my brothers and sisters, now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, here it is, support the weak, and be patient toward all men. Yeah, yeah, no matter who it is, we got to be patient toward and with one another. But John, you all didn't stop there. He begins to let us know in verse 3. He simply says one word, and that's going to be our point, my God, point number two. I need to 
thing that remember. In other words, remember what you have received. Good God Almighty, has anybody received the Holy Spirit that allows them to walk right, allows them to talk right, allows them to know that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God? Paul goes on and just as no here, John says, what you have heard, yeah, you got to remember what you have heard. And then he goes on to say, John says, oh, my God, point number three, he said, hold fast. And then he lets us know and repent. Yeah, yeah. See, here it is, the believers you are in Sardis were being warned to recall how much of the truth they had received and to hold fast to the good they had been taught. In other words, don't forget what Big Mama Nim told us, that he may not come when you want him. Hallelujah. But they said he's always on time. Remember what the Word of God lets us know, that he's never forsaken us, nor will he ever forget us. We got to understand and hold fast, and then we got to repent. And see, here it is, we got to repent of the inadequate use that we're making of knowing the truth. And see, when you know the truth, you got to walk on the truth. When you know the truth, you got to be about the truth. And if the church you all in that time did not wake up, and if we don't wake up, we won't be ready to meet Jesus when he comes. Good God Almighty. But I got some good news for you. The good news for us today is that we must remember you all that God is able to bring new life to our dead bones. Yeah, we got to remember you all that God is able to bring new life to a dead dream. Hallelujah. We got to remember, good God Almighty, that God is able to bring new life to our dead relationship. Yes, yes, yes. To do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or hope, but according good God and for the power that worketh in us. Oh, yeah, we got to let somebody know that there is still hope. Good God Almighty, as we come to the first, we got to understand what the Word of God says. He said, For thou hast a few names, even daughters, which have not defiled their garments. And they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. Hallelujah. See, I'm so glad that God has a remnant of people left even in these bad times where there seemed to be a great falling away, that that's why we got the opportunity for all of us to go into the world, to be the light, hallelujah, that shines in the darkness that we can tell those that may be lost or caught up in the world that no matter what you're going through, hallelujah, that there's still hope. And finally, we come to this last verse. The Bible says here, he that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name for my father and before his angels. Good God Almighty, I want to give you one last point, and that last point I need to let you know. You got to be an overcomer. Is there anybody that wants to overcome the situation that you may be in right now? But I need you to remember the promises of being an overcomer. God said in his word, one of the things that 
you will have. You should be clothed in white raiment. I don't care how dirty life seems right now. I need to let you know that the blood of Jesus, hallelujah, will cleanse us and make us white as stone. you got to remember the promises of being an overcomer is that your name, hallelujah, will not be blotted out of the book of life. Hallelujah, he knows you by your name. And then we got to understand the promises of being an overcomer you are is that Jesus will confess your name before the Father and his angels. See, that's some good news. I thank God that he knows me. He knows each and every one of us. But we got to understand that we have hope for tomorrow because First John 5 and 4, the KJV version says this, uh, for who whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and that is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. See, don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. We got to have hope for tomorrow because Ephesians 1 and 4, the KJV version says this, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. I want to let you know, good God Almighty, New Haven Missionary Baptist Church family and friends, that God has chosen you from the very foundation of the world. He knew you before you was even formed, my God, in the belly of your mom's womb. And I stopped by this morning to let you know that no matter your experiences, no matter your tears, your fears, your pains, I need to let you know that there's hope for tomorrow because we know who holds tomorrow in his hand. So I stopped by, good God Almighty, to let you know that Jesus, hallelujah, is alive and well. I stopped by to remind you that God has everything in the palm of his hand. And I thank God that there is hope for what we're going through. And I stopped by this morning, you all, to encourage each of you on today, hallelujah, to hang on in there because we have Jesus who have gone before us and paved the way for eternal life. And that's why no matter the obstacles that we face on today, with Jesus on our side, you all, there is hope for tomorrow. And even at the beginning of this sermon, we heard about how, my God, this city was located about 1,500 feet on a hill, but I recall our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who went up the hill of Golgotha. I recall Jesus Christ that walked up the hill of Cary, the one, my God, that they placed him on a old rugged cross, the one, my God, that up on the hill, hallelujah, they lifted him high up on that hill, they stretched him wide up on that hill, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Up on that hill, he laid his head in the locks of his shoulder. Up on that hill, oh, my God, he died for the sins of you and I. Up on Calvary's hill, they took him down off that old rugged cross, and then they placed our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in a rock, behind a rock, sealed it with a rock. But I got the good news for you. Oh, my 
God, he stayed there Friday. He stayed there Saturday. But hallelujah, there is hope because on that third day morning, God raised our Lord and Savior from the dead. And I need to remind you that there is hope for the morrow because he has power in the heavens. There is hope for tomorrow because he has power on the earth. Good God Almighty, there is hope for tomorrow because he has power under the earth. There is hope for tomorrow because not only did he get raised from the dead, but there is hope for tomorrow because he ascended back to the right-hand side of our God, the one who raised him from the dead. There's hope for tomorrow because right now he's making intercessions for each and every one of us. There's hope for tomorrow, New Haven Missionary Baptist Church and friend. But I got to remind you before I let you go, we got to be watchful on this journey. We got to remember on this journey. And then we got to be an overcomer on this journey. Although we're pilgrims passing through the barren land, there's hope for tomorrow because we have a place prepared for us, not made by man's hand. Hallelujah. But it's eternal in the heavens. So hold on. Don't give up. Hallelujah. Don't give out. Just hold on to tomorrow. And I know that everything is going to be all right because Jesus Christ, he is our hope for tomorrow. So on this morning, understand that no matter what we're going through, there's hope for tomorrow. Christ, our Savior, is sitting on the right-hand side of the Father, making intercessors for you and I now. So put your hope and trust in the Lord. Be watchful. Remember, and know ye this, we will be overcomers. Yes, the best is still yet to come. This call has been recorded.